What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy podcast. I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with his co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm in the house. Before we jump into it, I know a lot of you are getting your Spotify wrapped if you're listening to this on Spotify. You know, for all those of you that have us as your number one podcast, definitely share that on the Instagram, tag us in it. We love to repost it. Even, you know, seeing the numbers of how many minutes people have listened to the podcast or hours or, you know, all those great things. It really is so exciting for us and it's a great bit of fuel it's awesome to see all of just the amazing people like yourself who are out there listening getting fitter healthier and happier and we're so happy to be a part of that so if you're if we're on your app definitely share it with us on instagram at colossus fit c-o-l-o-s-s-u-s-f-i-t now getting into today's episode you know i was really passionate to make this one and it's going to be a little bit of a different format because we're going to be talking about how to achieve your goals faster and be your best self and this may sound like some previous episodes we've done i'm sure because we're always talking about goal setting and leveling up and improving, Um, but we're going to take it from a really different kind of viewpoint today. We're going to talk about the underlying reasons why perhaps you're not reaching your goals. So we're not going to be talking to you about nutrition plans and how long you should be in the gym and all these different things, but rather we're going to give you seven really good themes that are going to help you, you know, level up. But before we jump into that, like we really want to put some importance on why goals are there and why you need to take goals seriously, right? So first and foremost, when it comes to goals, you have to understand that challenge will make you better and without challenge, you will not become better. And I know that sounds cliche and obvious, but it's the truth. If you have goals and you're not challenging yourself to get there, you are not going to achieve them. I've said it before a lot. If you wanna get somewhere you've never been, you gotta do things you've never done. So common example, I know a million people that wanna lose weight, right? And then you go, okay, that's great. Can you start tracking your food? And they say, nope takes too much time. You don't want that goal enough. You have to actually put that action to achieve that goal. And very often that thing may be slightly inconvenient. It might be a change to your life. You know, maybe you love having, we've had someone reach out. I think they said they were having like 12 beers a day or something, you know, and then they wanted to see change. We're like, okay, are you willing to, you know, decrease that number a little bit. And they're like, no, I can't do that. I need to find other ways. And at the end of the day, a lot of the times the solution to you getting to your goal faster is right there. It's uncomfortable. You have to have that introspection. You need to kind of look at yourself in the accountability mirror and say, listen, I need to make a change here. I need to be serious. But the truth is, if you don't, you got to choose your heart, right? I even was listening to a podcast and they were saying how he had a friend that was 500 pounds and every day was so hard for him. Like getting up, getting dressed was that much harder. Going to the bathroom, that much harder. Fitting through doors, you know, sitting in spots on the bus where there's taking up two spots and people are upset and feeling like you're too big for chairs. It was really hard throughout the day and he lost a ton of weight. And in retrospect, he said, it's literally way less hard for me to be in the gym for an hour and a half cook some of my meals and just feel better than me kind of living with that, right? So you have to take your health serious, especially if these are health-related goals, because we're going to be talking about all goals relating to fitness, health, and happiness. And it's something you really shouldn't put off. We've mentioned it before. You have one body, you have to take care of it, and you want your body to do better and better. I love the sauna conversations even. Like we were in the sauna the other day. Uh, there were a couple boys in there and they are saying how they're losing weight like crazy because they stopped drinking beer. And then another one was saying, yeah, I need to eventually do that, but I don't know. I just, I like it too much to relax. And then another guy was saying it's something about how, you know, he should go to the gym more because his knees are so bad and he's not really able to work out, but he'll do it late. All these different things, right? But all the time we know that thing that's staring us in the face that we need to improve and it's easy to try and blame other situations right but as kyle has a great example here yeah just like it's it's so it's so important even just like even here i know we mentioned this but losing weight is hard 
Um, being overweight is hard. Working out is hard. Being weak is hard. Being disciplined is hard. Being lazy is hard. Everything is hard. Which one do you choose? And I think it's so easy just to think like, you know what? I'll deal with it when the time comes. Like that is the one thing that in my life, I never want to be that type of person, you know, to be like, you know what? I'm only going to start to do mobility when my shoulders are absolutely destroyed. I'm only going to start to, you know, take care of my health when I'm overweight or, you know, I'm only going to like, that's such a lame excuse. And it's just, I know it's hard to hear for a lot of people, but, and you know, if you are listening to this podcast, it's very possible that you're already taking a lot of great action towards getting towards your goal uh, to get towards your goals. But even just, you know, someone close that I know, you know, had recently, uh, you know, gotten some diabetes and stuff. And it's like so easy just to like, kind of look back and be like, Oh, you know, I wish I did this. And like, I just, I know, I don't want any person here, anyone to be like, you know what? I I wish I did it sooner. I wish I took action sooner. And I think it's so common for that to happen, right? Especially when it comes to injuries, when it comes to sickness, when it comes to, you know, even things potentially close to death, right? It's so, I know it's a little bit deep. I know it's a little bit intense, but like start taking action now, like that one thing that you need to start to work on. And I think a lot of times it's just, it's hard to, it's hard to do that and be like, you know what? I'm going to start to dedicate the next two years to eat healthy, to have salad every day, to hit my fiber, to hit my protein. And then something happens. And I see it so often, especially the more conversations that I have similar to what Josh was saying, the sauna conversation, even a lot of family members, I'll be like, Hey, how's everything going? Oh, I can't walk anymore. Or my shoulder's hurting. And you know, I know as you get older, things do happen for sure. But at the end of the day, if you can prevent it from taking action now, whether you're 21 or whether you're 16 listening to this, you're 35, if you're 55, like whatever age, it's not too late to start doing these things, you know, cutting out the sugar, like, you know, this specific person 20 years from now, just, you know, had they started to decrease that and start to say, you know what, I'm going to have a couple Diet Cokes here and there. I'm going to actually start to take care of my health. Like it just goes such a long way. And it's so easy because like to just be reactive. I know it's hard to take action, be like, you know what, I'm going to exercise five times this week. I'm going to go for walks. I'm going to do this. But you know, once again, when it catches up to us in one way or another, I'm not saying you'll get diabetes or I'm not saying that you'll, you know, end up in a wheelchair, like whatever the situation is, it could be less than like uh, less than that. But it's so important just to be like, you know what, I'm going to dial in now. I'm always thinking about the future. Like I always say, like even Josh's biggest thing is I want to be able to squat when I'm 70. For me, I want to be able to be whatever age and be physically the best shape possible and just feel great about myself. So I know I popped off there, but hopefully these little things will help you take action and give you a little bit of a kick in your butt. I know it's once again, sometimes it's not, you don't have a serious, crazy goal. You're like, ah, I got to lose a bit of weight or, you know, this and that. But when you actually start dialing in, you take your goal seriously and you just really think of like what you you want your life to be. It's, It's amazing how you just start to take these amazing steps in the right direction. Yeah, so there's a quote saying, better to be a warrior in a garden uh, than a gardener in war. And the reason I love this is there's so many things, you know, that are just horrible for our health or trying to kill us. There's disease, there's, you know, just being weak, being frail, breaking bones, all these different things, right? And once again, this is, it sounds like we're being super grim, but we're not. Like, this is why I take my goals and my health so important. Like, if I have the body of a warrior, I'm going to be in a stronger position to fight against these things, right? And you got to have your defenses up because there's so many things going on and when you have this mindset of my goals are important I need to do the uncomfortable thing to achieve it that's when you can see the most change and that's where we're going to go ahead and kick it off with number one which is that goals have buy-in so you got to ask what your buy-in is for your situation so I have a ton of great examples here so number one is dieting right so very often people want to start a diet and they'll either try it or they'll get discouraged they'll see no weight and they'll stop and that's like the number one reason people actually don't succeed on diets is they lose a bit of weight they plateau toe or they gain weight, they get discouraged and stop. When something's not working, it's demotivating, you want to stop. And that's one of the reasons why low carb diets have been shown to 
have a lot of success and why I think a lot of people like them is because you're actually having less carbs, which means you're having less glycogen, less water in your system. Right away, you'll see a big whoosh on the scale. You'll see a lot of weight come off and you're like, oh my gosh, this is working. I'm down four pounds in three days. That person's going to be a lot more motivated than someone who's lost one pound in two weeks. They're going to be like, this is a waste of my time. Why am I putting an effort for minimal results? Now, where it's interesting is the low carb isn't superior. Carbs have their importance. They're really great, but you need to ask what your buying is for that situation. So if you're dieting, you actually have to understand your calories. You have to be accurate with your logging. You need to track your food and you need to have that buy-in and say, if I'm dieting, I need to lose some good weight this first week or two. So I feel motivated, encouraged, and locked in. We've all been there, you know, where we have our our feet our toes in the swimming pool we don't want to jump in that's not buying in buying in is jumping in that pool if you want to get into running and you've never ran a second in your life sitting around the house isn't going to get you there you got to have that buying you got to say okay i have this goal maybe i'm going to do like a one mile run walk or i'm just going to go on a walk to start whatever it is you need to start to have those buy-ins where you can actually take that goal serious you can take meaningful steps to it and you can actually see change whereas if you just have goals and you're not doing that hard buy-in that challenge i'm trying to think of some other great examples you just won't get there so these are my big things um, and this is probably the number one i find with fitness same with the gym like you really need to be critical and say what is that hard thing i need to do to make my goal easier yeah that was super well said uh, i don't really have a whole lot to add there because i'm just like super passionate about number two here which like is so so important and you know even just for yourself like be honest with tracking your time like where your time is spent will show you where your priorities are right just like i always say you know kind of looking at our bank statements where our priority is um you know just our time will so that's why i'm a huge fan of you know just using a calendar um you know and just actually like looking at looking at these things right you know if you look at your week and i see okay i did cardio here i did some workouts here like you know the people who i find do end up having to kind of pay back time later on in their life are the ones who earlier on start to neglect the time right and even myself i'm like you know what i don't exactly know how much right now myself but it's it's somewhere over 20 hours a week between exercise between movement and that's not even nutrition related right i'm not saying you have to spend hour like i find ways to fit into my lifestyle right because i'm always thinking you know what the more time i put in strength training here it's going to pay me back in the long run the more i do cardio the longer i'm going to live um all these amazing things right so i just want to remind you even just i do find like similar to that diabetes example you know there's people who spend let's say one to two hours a week and they think like oh you know what i'm taking care of my health i'm doing all this stuff i'm like that's a very small like if you think about it there's 168 hours in the week and you're spending one to two hours you know and this is what's going to help you out like you got to reevaluate right i know i'm being a little bit hard here but i genuinely do care like i want every single person here five years ten years twenty years from now to be like you know what i'm in the best physical shape best mental health shape and also emotionally like that's you guys deserve it every single one of you and i just i'd hate to see someone say oh man i wish i took action sooner i wish i you know spent my time a little bit more wisely or you know when they said to do a little bit more uh, you know strength training and you know track the nutrition like i wish i listened to them so be honest with yourself look at yourself in the mirror and say am i putting in enough and that's not to say that you have to like there's a difference some people will do like a lot of stuff but just not the right stuff that's why obviously having a coach having guidance having us take care of you will be one of the biggest things because we'll tell you exactly what you need to do but that's a big difference to take into consideration as well if you say you're going to the gym three hours a day and you're hit, hitting the sauna um for half of it in the hot tub and then you know just not doing as much you got to kind of reevaluate right i love the sauna by the way i'm not criticizing it but be honest with your time show you where your priorities are and that's going to be number two yeah like if you say you have a goal of fitness and health is your priority but you can't go to the gym 
for like an hour, it's not your priority. If you say you have a goal to lose weight and you can't track your food, start to learn to cook or weigh, it's not your priority. Like, and that's the problem. I find a lot of people have very disconnected goals and actions. And if your actions don't kind of meet what your goals are, you're not going to ever achieve them. And once again, like the reason I'm so passionate on this is I have the amazing opportunity to help thousands of people through our coaching one-on-one. And this is what I really work hard within the coaching to help people do is with their situation to identify their sticking points, their buy-ins, help them see that success, have that change. And as we mentioned before, when you see results, you get addicted. So a lot of the time too, it's just learning how to have that action, do that uncomfortable thing and achieve that. And I think that ties perfectly into number three, which are what are underpriced opportunities in your life? So I love the term underpriced opportunity. I heard this from Gary Vanderchuk today, and I had to include this in here because I had it just kind of listed before, like what things can you help do to level up? But what are things that are actually like, really easy to do that are going to have a huge result example of this going on walks you know hitting 10,000 steps very simple things it doesn't matter if you're the poorest person in the world the richest person in the world you can find a way to do this it's pretty easy to kind of get after it and you're going to see amazing changes in your health right away can you eat more vegetables can you start tracking your food can you get up a little bit earlier so you can get to the gym can you stay in the gym for like an hour and actually challenge yourself to put in a really good workout can you start working out can you eat healthier meals can you buy the right groceries instead of buying the bad ones like what are underpriced opportunities that are really going to help you level up another great example listen to this podcast having someone you know in your ear kind of going off about fitness health and happiness like i promise you you're already at this point in this episode i'm sure you're already fired up and you're thinking in your own life oh i could do a little bit better here i could level up here use that right like that is like a cheat code in your life where you can listen to this get inspired you know have different views of thought and you can become better as a result of that and i would consider that to be an underpriced opportunity another example in my opinion is investing with a coach you know there's a reason we get such incredible transformations in 90 days from our accelerator alone and that's because we really identify every component of the journey from fitness from to nutrition to training to accountability to planning to mindset to their individual situation to optimize that so you can actually see three to five times faster results. There's nothing worse than feeling like you're doing everything right and seeing no change. Because as we mentioned, when you see more uh, results, you get addicted. So how can you inject positive challenge in your life to actually do better? As we mentioned before too, with like screen sucking, like if you're spending a ton of time on Instagram, social media, these different things, maybe use some of that time to invest in yourself. As I said, go on those walks, cooking good foods, connecting with friends, investing in your mental health, whatever it may be. Um, the more you can actually kind of have these actions actions that are going to compound positively as opposed to negatively, the more amazing change you will see. What I love about this is like, there's just such a great return on investment from every one of these. You know, I know Josh likes the term and I love it underpriced opportunities, but even just the thought of like, okay, ROI return on investment. And you know, if you put a couple of dollars into an investment fund, it gives you nothing. That's not going to be the greatest. Right. But like these little things, you know, you're putting in a couple of dollars, you're getting back hundreds, right. You know, between the healthy meals, like even a meal prep, like as simple as it sounds like on Sunday, if I sit down or stand there for a couple of minutes, barbecue some chicken, like that is a great return on investment. That is so underpriced. Cause now I've got my protein for the week. I'm going to hit my protein every single day. It's just, it's an easy couple minute you know, task that's going to pay me back over and over and give me so much time. Right. So look for those little things that don't involve like a crazy amount, but end up giving you so much value. And that's like the big thing to think about here. And number four is just going one more. And 
also go in one less. And, you know, I just think it's very easy. And, you know, we haven't talked about this concept in a while, but it's just like always going above and beyond um, is one of the most underrated things, you know, whether it's like an extra set in the gym, an extra rep, an extra day of mobility, you know, an extra healthy meal. Um, you're going to be separated from the rest. You're going to feel your best. I'm constantly trying to, you know, push that extra mile, that extra, whatever it is. And I see like one of the biggest things that holds people back is that they, they don't, they end up going one more on the things that aren't as beneficial. So I know we were just talking about underpriced opportunities. Like, you know, let's say drinking, for example, like, you know, whereas some person would say, Hey, I'm just going to have one. I'm going to enjoy my meal. I'm going to stay on track. You know, it's so easy. And I see this happen so often for people to just keep going one more on the things that aren't going to be benefiting them. Oh yes. To one more drink, one more appetizer, one more, you know, just things that aren't really going to add too much value to your life. Right. And that's where I think a lot of people struggle is like, I'm always trying to enjoy myself, trying to stay on track, trying to do these great things. But it's like more so about just kind of going one more for the things that are going to add value. And that's something that I think will separate a lot of people. So anyways, I just want to share that one with you. Go one more for the things that, um, you know, are going to actually add value and go on one less, you know, even just an hour of TV, right? I'm not against watching some TV, but I'm not trying to go one more for that. I'm trying to go one more for my walk and then just, you know, enjoy a little bit of TV if that makes sense. So yeah, that's uh, going to be number four today. Yeah, like once again, we're so conditioned to do one less. I'm going to stop this workout a little short or I don't need to go on my walk today or "Ah, this is probably two scoops of peanut butter. But, you know, challenge yourself in all those situations where you want to break and kind of go to your lower mind, say, no, I'm going to be my higher mind. I'm going to do a little bit more. You know, I'm going to weigh this. I'm going to go on a little bit of a longer walk. I'm going to stay in the gym and do one more exercise or one more rep because I try to do one less. And like when you have that attitude, you have a glass, you know, full kind of mindset versus a half full. We're always trying to get away, cutting corners, doing things things like that like that doesn't produce amazing change in your life and once again these are tips that can be used to any goal this doesn't just have to be fi- uh, fitness this can be finance this can be relational anything like that like the more you can really apply this to your life and as we have the more you're going to see amazing changes and results and Number five is to know that there was a study done, a research study, and there were three markers of highly successful people. So they had a little bit of a superiority complex, an insecurity of not being enough, and amazing impulse control, or they were able to delay gratitude is another way of saying it. So I'm going to kind of break this down. You're probably like, this is the most random thing you threw in here, but uh, bear with me. So the first thing with superiority complex, once again, that doesn't mean to be an egomaniac, to be a freak, but in my opinion, I view that as someone who really believes in themselves. And if you have goals, there's a chance you believe that you can achieve those goals or else you wouldn't be setting them. And that's a positive thing. And then I think going to number two, the insecurity of not being enough can apply to not being able to achieve them or saying, hey, am I not enough to be fit or to be healthy or to do any of that? And as we've assured everyone here, you know, everyone deserves fitness, health, and happiness. I think it's easy to have those self-doubts. But if you have those doubts, don't see that as a negative. The most successful people in the world have these doubts and they find a way to do it. But what I find, a lot of people will have the first two. They'll have these big goals, you know, we'll go through ways where we believe them but then we'll have ways where we don't think we're capable we're not enough maybe we don't have what it takes but a lot of people what they're missing is this third one i think this is the biggest key here is impulse control so being able to delay happiness now for more happiness later what is an example of that Perhaps I've had my meal, I've logged two sugar cookies because they're delicious and it's Christmas time, and I say, hey, there's a whole box there, I could have six more. By me delaying that gratitude, enjoying my two, 
I'm going to feel good the next day. I'm not going to feel sluggish. I'm not going to feel gross. I'm going to hit my goals. I'm going to feel better. Tomorrow will be a new day. I could have another cookie. Another example of delaying gratitude. Maybe it's the morning. I'm so excited to go do whatever it is in my day, but I know I need to get my workout in first. I'm delaying the gratitude. I'm getting that gym in. Yes, it's hard getting that workout done, but because I'm doing that, I can feel better, look better and live longer so I can do more of what I want. So the more you can kind of have this attitude of like, what can I do? You know, even right now, I'm sure you could be listening to some crazy hype music instead, you know, hopefully we're, we try to be pretty entertaining, but you're also learning, you're improving, you're having your thoughts challenged and you can see how right away that's going to help you. So that's why I want to put this in here because there's a good chance, you know, you're meant to be a successful person. I believe everyone can have what it takes. I just think there's a lot of limiting beliefs, but when you look at it this way and you say, okay, I'm going to work on that number three on that impulse control. I'm going to learn to delay my gratitude so I can have more success. Another example, logging your food. In my opinion, this takes two to three minutes. I know people will try and say it takes forever. It doesn't. The more you do it, the better you get at it. But just making a habit of doing that is going to allow you to be consistent, weighing yourself in in the morning, making your bed, not hitting snooze. You get the point. You know, this will carry to everywhere in your life. Man, it's so powerful. Even just like it's it's a challenge, right? Even like uh, throughout the trip and everything like that we were on, like I was like, just there's multiple times I was like, ah, oh, it'd be so nice to have something, you know, just right now. But I'm like, hey, push it back later in the day if I still want it. It's kind of like even spending, right? You know, delayed gratification is one of the greatest things that you can honestly focus on. It's one of the hardest things because you do have to be disciplined. But even just like saving money for retirement instead of spending it now, like, you know, I'm not saying to go, I'm not telling you what to do finance wise, but like that's a, an example of delayed gratification. Like I think a lot of it comes down to the nutrition side of things though. It's like, there's so many tempting things. There's so many ads. There's so many, like, even as you're, you're, you get drained throughout the day. Like it's just, it does get very, very complicated, but the more that you practice it, just the better that you get. Like, and it's just, it's something that I think a lot of people simply put this alone. I feel like if you focus on delaying the gratification, like that will go such a long way in terms of just overall success and eventually you just kind of become unstoppable you're like eh, I'm good like I'm not saying I'm not going to have this cookie but I'm going to push it back later if I still want it then I'm going to enjoy it I'm going to fit into my macros I'm going to follow the 80 20 principle but to wake up and start having them I'm like you know I don't need that you know what I mean so um, that was very well said uh, number six is just setting goals and set them frequently you know it's just goal setting is one of the most powerful things we already started for 2023 you know we do it every single month like you know we're, we're always doing it a couple of days before the start of the month by the way that's another thing to focus on is like to do it early you know it's if, if it's december 5th and you start setting them for december you're five days too late right so you know we'd rather fall short of big goals instead of just set small ones that don't motivate you so for you let's focus on your fitness journey you want to lose some weight right you know set something that's going to push you that each day when it comes down to your nutrition when it comes to to workouts like you're gonna actually be like hey this is gonna push me to do that extra thing to go one more instead of one less like one of the biggest mistakes people have within goal setting is they don't really believe in themselves as much so they set these smaller goals like you're you know in a, in a month you're like oh I'm, i'll lose a couple pounds and say like, hey you can do 10 to 15 i guarantee you if you show up for yourself you can do so much more right obviously it depends on how much you have to lose but set them frequently set them big i'd rather fail wait i i don't mind failing a goal if i set it bigger versus just setting a small goal so it's gonna go such a long way and, and once again i know we were saying like take them seriously the amount of people i know that set goals that just don't actually even they don't check it they don't look at it i look at my goals every day even if i'm not writing it down sometimes i do but i always think about them and we always evaluate them and at the end of the month it's so easy to just set some goals and just be like forget and then you know it's like new year's resolutions too many people on one day will set new year's resolutions never look at it never think of it and then next year comes and they do the exact same thing so this is a very common mistake 
Yeah, and that's number seven, accountability, accountability, and accountability. Usually when we set goals, we're in a motivated mindset. We feel like we can take on the world. We're inspired. No one really sets some crazy goals when they just feel like they can't do anything. But we get days where we're motivated. We get days where we're demotivated. And accountability helps us continue to have success with this. And I don't just mean having a coach. I don't just mean friends. Like have systems in place to be accountable to your goals. So like Kyle said, a good system is if you journal and write down your goal every day. That way it's on the top of your mind. You're like, oh, I have this goal of achieving, you know, this certain low way in i need to actually be on top of my tracking you know if your goal is to save more money take a look at that and even for me with my clients i have a ton of accountability mechanisms for them to succeed so one of the biggest things we use is we use a spreadsheet so we track on our my fitness pile and we transfer that data to a spreadsheet because it's a really great way to see the entire week to see trends to see you know accuracy in our uh, percentage and to get really important visual data as to like i said those trends with your eating your weight and how that impacts your energy and workout intensity and by me being able to see all that gives me an extra edge so i go ahead and i do that every single day and i can reflect on how well i'm doing pass that too I have other systems too. I take my measurements every month to make sure I'm progressing. I take photos of my physique to make sure I'm progressing. You know, I have my, uh, you know, amazing with my clients, our Facebook group, where we can go ahead and encourage each other to do better, to improve, to grow. So the more you can have accountability towards these goals, it goes a long way. And even with this podcast, it's an amazing accountability mechanism because I need to be accountable to upload two episodes to have the opportunity to help tens of thousands of people with their fitness, health, and happiness. And me and Kyle got to be on top of our fitness to do that, right? Right. And perhaps you don't have a podcast. You're not sure what's best for you, but you can really kind of say, I have these goals. What can I do to hold me accountable to them? What's going to make me actually do better? You know, if you're really into saving and finance, maybe keep an account of your net worth every month. If you're on a budget, you know, analyze how well your budget was for that month, whatever it may be. Um, you know, if you want to become better at socializing with your friends, you know, have set goals you want to achieve. Where you're like, I want to reach out to seven of my friends and say something really nice to them. Whatever it is, accountability is going to get you there. And if you want more accountability, with your fitness uh, training and coaching we had some killer deals for black friday those unfortunately have passed but if you would like to apply to potentially you know be in our new year group we have very limited spots so um, you can go ahead and check it out it is uh you know we got our website link there you can learn more about coaching how it works and you can submit an inquiry and we'll filter those as we have spots available i'm not quite sure when we will but you know if you want to get in and you're serious about seeing change for the new year this is for you go ahead and apply and hopefully we can get some spots open for you soon but even if you're not ready to apply now go ahead look at our coaching program look at our website you can learn about how we do things areas we focus on and you know we wish everyone a ton of success with their goals being their best self i know there was a lot to unpack in this episode but i promise you uh you probably absorbed a lot more than you think and you'll go ahead and you'll level up because of it so thank you everyone for tuning in if you loved it as always leave a review share it with a friend it means the world thanks for listening